This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, it's good to be back. Not that I really went anywhere, but it was a weekend. This guy, however, was home for a couple of days. Today we do another. I couldn't do the podcast, Larry. It was enough. I've been doing the warm-up show Wednesday and Friday and Tuesday. And I was like, and then hosting. I'm good. And so I felt bad not having Eddie do it with me. But he said, are we doing a podcast? I said, yes, as long as you have topics. I saw the blank stare in his face. I said, nope, Forget not doing it. one. We're good. Al, nice to have you back. Called it off. Jerry, it's good to be back. I, I jotted down some notes of some items I wanted to discuss. Yeah, I'm sure you got a lot. Uh, I do have a number a of, of time uh, to think. Uh, do have a number of things. One, this is an observation. Uh, Friday, I was starting to feel better, and I yeah. wanted to get out of the house, so I went out to dinner. Okay, I knew I didn't have COVID, so I didn't feel like I was spreading anything. And you know, I go to dinner early. Yes, five o'clock. Five o'clock. So I was at dinner. I was already. I had received my beer. I was already eating my meal when a group of Korean War veterans came in who had reservations after me. <laughs> so I eat earlier than Korean War veterans. Now I did Google today. When was the Korean War? Uh, let me, can I yeah, take a shot I at take this? A shot. So it lasted uh, I feel like th- three it, years. It ended in, I'm going to say 1955 to 58 or 56 to 59. Actually 1950. Really? To 1953 Korean War. No kidding. Oh, I thought it was later than that. I thought it was a nice year. It was a whole group of Korean War. Uh, they had a Korean War uh, like hats and jackets sure. and things, and uh, they they got a, a back table. Very a good nice. time for themselves. These but Korean they've War got veterans. to be in their late eighties, right? They were old. They have they were to old, be. but still they they have dinner later than me. No, I hear I, that listen, was the point of it. My yeah. dad does. Um, they have groups. So he goes out to dinner once a month with the Vietnam group. Is that right? Vietnam veterans group. Yes. They do breakfast a lot, but they go out to dinner. But they go out at eight o'clock. They're not cold. eight o'clock. They go out. They meet at seven thirty. Dinner reservations usually eight, not five o'clock. Yeah. You're in bed already when they're going out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, just thought that was interesting when I said it's to funny. Gina, "I go the Korean War veterans eat later than and you and she's, I." And at this point, she's actually trying to figure out where things went wrong for her. <laughs> yeah, where did it go? I had such a different life planned out for me. Uh, number two. Uh, I got a mango 
Are you familiar with the mango fruit, Jerry? Yeah, of course. Mangoes? I had a mango ice pop yesterday. Oh. you ever eat an actual mango? I have. When I was in, um, was that the Dominican Republic? I actually had a lot of it that week. Uh, was it, did you get a- It was f- cut up. It was cut up already. Yeah. So uh, Gina got me a mango, a red mango. It's, it's this big, and I love mango, mm-hmm. but I always get it. It's cut up. Yeah. So I actually, I was like, do I just cut this down the middle? As I started to cut in the middle, I hit something. Was and it then, a big pit? Yeah, and then and then I, I started to cut near the top and I hit something. Oh. I was like, what was going on here? So I had a Google. I uh, went to YouTube, Jerry, and I typed in how to cut a mango. And sure enough, there were videos that show you that. There were, but Jerry... 20-minute videos on how to eat oh a mango, 18-minute. Like, what are we doing? I don't doing? know. I don't know. It was pretty simple. The pit of the mango, though, is almost looks like a small bar of soap. Like, it's not a pit like you'd find in a peach yeah. or a plum. It, it's a long, thin pit, and it runs right in the middle of the, the mango. Hmm. So you've got to cut the ends off and then the sides off, and oh, then, you, then you cut around it. But, I mean, once you get the hang of it, it's easy. Sure. But I don't need... There's no reason for a 20-minute video on how to eat a mango. No, maybe they're just hooking you in so they can steal all your information. There's got to be some something to it. Yes. They can't just be telling me how to, eat, how to peel or cut a mango up. The one thing I have noticed with YouTube, which is kind of cool... So Friday, I had my whole issue with the tire and the, the steel rod yes. that went through the whatever. So... I was not, I've never had to change the tire. I have a Volkswagen GTI, as you know. I've never had to change tire on it yet. Now, I'm sure that's coming at some point. But I figured on Friday, let me take the tire off and see if I can get that thing out that way. Well, I never realized there's these little caps on the lug nuts that have like a star insert. And I thought, I never realized they were just caps. I thought it was, that was the lug nut and you needed an adapter. Because I know sometimes those cars have that weird stuff. Right. So I'm looking at all of G's out there, McMonagle's out there, all three of us. We're looking in the car. I found the I found the 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 container for the lug nuts. If there's, I got extra ones. I'm like, I can't find this extra piece. So I, I YouTubed it. And it came up. But what I liked about it was it took me right to the part of what I was looking for. Oh, is that right? So when I clicked on YouTube, it was a seven-minute video, but it started at the two-minute and 40-second point, right when he started talking about how to take a tire off. Because you got there via Google. Oh, okay. Is that why? I believe so. Oh, And I believe if you just went to YouTube and searched, oh, okay. it wouldn't do that. That's amazing. That's cool. So that was kind of neat. But yeah, the three guys, three idiots outside not realizing... All I had to do was take a screwdriver and just pop it right off. I'm like, oh, look at that. There are oh. the lug nuts. And it was so easy. Like, so they were just caps. Yes, I had no idea. Lug yes. Decorative caps. Decorative caps, yeah. And I knew that there was, because I always heard that to get those tires off, there's an adapter, which there was, but for one lug nut, and I had that piece. Right. But I had to take the caps off to figure that out. Right, that's the one lug nut so that yeah. people don't steal your tires. Correct. And it was fine. I, you know, it didn't take long. It only took me five minutes to figure out what I was doing. But yeah, it was pretty wild. Did those guys help you at all, or they were just watching? Did they help? No. Yeah. G videoed and took photos like you. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I mean, they were willing to help. There was nothing they could help me with. Right. You it's know? really a one man job. Yeah. When I got the tire off, they each tried to see if they, but they realized very quickly. Were no you chance. parked right out front of the building? I was. Yeah. Did you I have wanted room? to park on one of the sides so yeah. I could be able to 
be able to jack the car up and not have to worry about being run over. Right. That was not the case. Okay. So I had to park out front. We had a cone, and I just cars whizzed by. I'm like, this is where'd you get a cone nuts. from? McMonagle found one. He went and took one from the construction site. Oh, cool. <laughs> yes. So that helped a little bit, but still, my, you know, I still could have been run over by a guy on his phone. Correct. Who knows? But we got through it. Or Tom Brady on a city bike. Or that. That's true. I saw a very strange video. I get a lot of these uh, uh, animal videos now. Yeah. I guess because I look at dog stuff. So I get I like any videos also that include a monkey, and I've been getting a lot of those. So I see this one video, and as I'm watching, I'm like, this is very odd. Oh, boy. It was uh, very odd. So it was a, a uh, chimpanzee that had a chain around its neck. So somebody was holding the chimpanzee. And it was... It was like a on a street somewhere in some foreign country. And the chimpanzee was was uh, interacting with a little girl. This was a small child, Jerry. Right. Only a couple years old, this child. Looked like she was like, I'm terrible at ages, but maybe seven years old. Right. We later found out she was 17. No, she was. She, <laughs> she definitely was young. I'm kidding. But this chimpanzee was displaying behavior that seemed sexual. And this is with a child, hmm. and someone was obviously had the chimpanzee by the chain, right? But the chimpanzee looked like he he was being very uh, handsy with this little girl, and it just looked very bizarre. So I was like, "What am I watching?" And I'm watching this. <laughs> I'm watching this happen. <laughs> so I go to the comments section. I was like, "Am I the only one who thinks this is bizarre?" So there were two ends of the comments there were people that were furious that a monkey was just on a chain right that was one then two that the monkey was quote in heat oh gosh and they were letting the parents were clearly letting this monkey interact with their child and the chimpanzee person holding the chain was a it was weird it was very weird how'd this end for you i shut it off i hope so but like he was like this chimpanzee Did that inspire you to make a video? <laughs> no, but this chimpan chimpanzee was removing the girl's shoe and sucking her toes. It was weird. Why would you allow that, number one? I don't know. Number two, why would you post it? Not sure. And why would it end up on my feed? Because <laughs> you're a weirdo. Yeah, and I shut it I did <laughs> shut it off, but I was like, what is this? I have no idea. You gotta be careful with these monkeys, Jerry. Yeah, I'm good. I stay away from them. Yeah. I've got animals eating my garbage now. I'm sure they're not monkeys. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that just started this week. So it Pop must be a raccoon or something. Yeah, raccoons. So I was thinking I'm going to have to spray the garbage tonight with, I'm not sure what. I know mint is supposed to work. Yeah. I tried those mint bags once. Yeah. They just ate through them. They did. <laughs> they so it's either a raccoon. Yeah. A possum. I guess. A cat. I guess. I don't know if a cat could open the lid, though. You think? Yeah, the raccoons are pretty. I think uh, it's the raccoons that can, with their nails. I mean, I guess a cat, too, with the nails. But I think the raccoon has the gigantic nails. Yeah. They probably can scale the garbage pail. And they, they lift the lid and they go right in. Do they open up your bags? Yeah. Like rip right open, through them? They rip right through them. And then they scatter the garbage? Yeah. They're looking for food and yeah, with, whatever's not food, they throw pretty much. to the side? Pretty much. And it's funny because I got to put a camera out there 
and then where the camera's going, we'll see that. So now oh, I'm going to know. I gotta maybe do it today or tomorrow. Maybe not today. Probably tomorrow. I got to get that done. I would like to see that. I'd like to see what's eating your garbage. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah. To see. I agree. So, yeah, I'm going to do that. I Probably tomorrow, though. Today's kind of a, a messy day. Busy day for you? Yeah. Well, every day's busy. But today is busy earlier than usual. Well, I guess tomorrow is too. Actually, they're all busy. All right. You know what day is not busy this week? What, not, what day is that? Saturday. Saturday, you'll be available? Maybe. No, I'm doing a show on CBS Sports Radio. Oh. Ah. I really don't have any days this week that are not busy. I can't. I could not live like that. No, it's great. I, I don't have it. the ability. I got to tell you, I had so much fun this weekend. We had Friday night we played a game in Homedale on turf. So even though it rained a lot Friday, we were able to play. We played in dense fog. It lifted, but it was it was, it was a fun night. We won the game. Saturday, my son played a high school game at, you know, 1 o'clock, which was cool. Went to Top Golf for a party for my other son, me and my wife. Went to the bar, had a drink, some appetizers while he was at his party. Then Saturday night, went out to dinner. And then yesterday, had a double header. Like, it was fun. You know what it is, too? The kids are having fun. So it's not like a grind. It's 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 honestly, it's a pleasure. So you like seeing it. If well, and I'm kids a part of it. Yeah, time. I mean, not my older son, but I'm still coaching my younger son. It's still fun, you know? Tonight's tough because it's our playoffs for our Cornhole League. Oh, Cornhole playoffs. Yes. Tonight's the end of the spring season. So we'll be there till possibly eleven o'clock. So this like this night is your final night. A winner will be crowned. Uh, three winners will be crowned tonight: a, a flight, B flight, and C flight. And then when does it go back into? Well, gear next again? week we have our singles league tournament. Okay. And then we're off for Memorial Day. Of course, that's not an off day because we'll be playing a tournament in Maryland that day. <laughs> Little weekend. league. Yeah, and then the following Monday we start again, June sixth. You start cornhole again? Summer league. Wow. Mm-hmm. We play spring, summer, fall, winter. Yeah. So we have four four seasons. So how about that? We'll crown a champion. Jerry. We will crown a champion. Yes, tonight. We'll crown three champions tonight. Tonight. What? Are you, you'll crown. A, uh, how do you crown three champions? A flight, B flight, C flight. Three different leagues. Skill levels? Yes. Is A the best? Or yes. S- okay. A is the best. All right. I have a... Um, documentary recommendation for okay. you and for the audience. This is on Netflix. It just came out this past weekend. And I happen to have some time to watch. And you watched it already. I did. <laughs> it's called Our Father. Okay. And it's a documentary about a well-known, very good fertility doctor in Indianapolis. Is this the guy we've talked about? No. Well, this is a guy who then... It was found out was putting his sperm into these uh, unsuspecting mothers who thought they were getting donor sperm of somebody they picked out. Like we've done a story similar to yeah. this before. Yes, um, was a different guy. Different guy. And in at the end of the documentary, they reveal that since uh, you know twenty three and Me and Ancestry dot yes. com, since this has become a thing. They have found forty-five fertility doctors who have, have done, done this. this. Yeah. Oh my god! But it's... this guy's got many. I don't want to spoil it. Many children. It won't. Yeah. Okay. And there are. They're all in. A lot of them are in this really? documentary. It's interesting. All from the same area. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Twenty-five mile radius. Oh my god. That's brutal. Yeah, man. it's crazy. 
But what was really weird about it is there's no... The guy didn't break a law. Really? Yeah, there's no... There's ethics. Right, there's no law on the books that he broke. Right. That's amazing. Other than... Well, I guess if they were using donor sperm and not their husbands, then what law is he breaking other than being a creep? Well, I, well, you do pick out your donor sperm based on the characteristics. Oh. They say what they try to do is they try to get the similar uh, features that the husband has. So the same color hair, color eyes, that sort wow. of thing. But he had also done it in instances where it was supposed to be the father's, the See, husband's that sperm. That has to be illegal. They did. The, the, the prosecutors are saying that there's not. A, wow. There is, wasn't anything on the books. Can you sue him for just being a creep? No. I know. <laughs> yeah. No. Wow. It was very strange. Yeah. Very strange. How long was this? Uh, it's like an hour and a half. Oh, okay. That's it. So he would, yeah, it was just, he would. Uh, you ever watch a documentary that's fun and light? Fun and light. Or do you just like to be depressed and angry when it's over? <laughs> it's not like depressed and angry. It's more the interest in what makes people do certain things. Like this guy was a a big churchgoer, a f- well-known family man, like, it's just so bizarre yeah. that then he would go into his office <laughs> and then give that. Jesus, God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Weird. You think? Yeah. Yes, you so, really don't know people. So, yeah, that's what I watched. And then I also watched on, uh, I didn't watch a lot of TV. This is well, over I a number all, of days. I would love. All right, so if I watched last week. If I watched three hours of TV last week, it was a lot. Give me a number with you being sick. How much How much TV do you think you watched? All right. Um, well, I watched the doggy one, two, three, four, maybe four hours. For the whole week? Four or five hours tops, yeah. So what did you do? I don't know. I did sleep a lot. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. I tried to knock it out of me by napping. Played the piano some. Watched some YouTube videos, which I don't count. That's TV. Yeah, I guess. It's a screen. It's screen time. Yeah, that does count. I did see on on the Paramount Plus that I have. Yeah. You watched the schedule release show? I did not. I did not see that. But they have updated behind the music that used to run on VH1. Nice. So they did a Huey Lewis behind the music in 2001. Right. They brought Huey Lewis back and had him watch the behind the music and then comment about it. Cause That's cool. A lot has gone on in his life, unfortunate. I felt sad for him. Really? But he seems to be adjusting well. So he had uh, lost his... He, he can't hear. No kidding. He lost his hearing in 2018. Like in, full? Well, he lost his hearing in one year in 2018. Okay. The doctor said you could still sing and play music with the one ear. It'll work. Then before a show, the other ear went. Oh, boy. And he has not performed since then. Damn. He has a hearing aid, so he can hear speech. Not great, but he can hear speech, but he can't 
hear music. Wow. Especially when multiple instruments are going. Yeah. So he can't perform. So it was really weird, but... Is that from being around the speakers? No, they think it seems to be genetic. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he can't perform anymore, but it was interesting watching him watch his old videos and his old performances. He liked them or embarrassed by them? He was laughing about them. Okay. He was like, wow, I haven't seen this in a long time. This is, And then he was talking about how he really hit with MTV. Right. And those videos, he did fun videos, you know, back in the video era and how he like kind of hit at the right time. With you that. talk about the Back to the Future movies? Yeah, well, the Back to the Future movies. Those were big for him. Yeah. Right. The yeah, Power he did, of Love, man. Power of Love and did Back in Time, which Absolutely. was also a hit. Yeah. The power of love was huge. Yes. I didn't know that his guitarist also wrote those songs with him. Oh, yeah. A lot of them, yeah. But it was cool. It was interesting to see him, and I did feel bad for him, but also he seems to be uh, okay with where, mm. you know, the success he had and where That's he is in life. But he spends his time now just going to all these different uh, university hospitals that are trying to find a cure for this. Because yeah, he would one day well like to perform one more time. Man, right. It's just taken from you. I'm very curious because he said he did a show where his, his other ear popped right before a show. And he went out there to try to play and couldn't hear anything. But did the entire show. Really? He said it was, he's sure, very terrible. So I'm curious How like what that... that? He said the instruments sounded just like... Muffled, probably. Like fireworks, almost. Man. Yeah. Guy had a lot of hits. Have you ever tried to like think what it would be like? You give people so much credit for being able to handle it. Being blind, like shutting your eyes, or putting a really non-light-filtering mask on, and seeing what life is like. Yes. And how people really do survive with their other senses. That is some tough stuff. Yes. One thing if you're born that way, you don't know any better. To lose it, oof. Right. Difficult. And to lose it many years, like after you've had it for yeah. 40 years. Especially years. what he did for a living. Right. He's a music guy, Jerry. Is he okay financially? He seems to be, yeah. Okay. Well, I, you know, some of the, like Phil Collins we've talked about. Him yeah, before. yeah. No, he seems. He's broke. Uh, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, he does not seem to be broke. Interesting. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Okay. Nice to have you back. Good to be back, Jerry. Soup. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Fan is your station. We want to hear from you. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, what do you say we do this? A couple minutes after 5 o'clock, it is a new, new week. Obi-Wan Kenobi and East Kazari, nice to see you. And good to see this guy who is actually back in studio a couple of days off, a little respite. Feeling a bit better. His name is Al Christopher Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. Yes, I'm back. I'm not 100% back, but uh, feeling good. I got a lot of rest. I did a lot of laying around. I didn't exercise at all. Other than walking my dog, but I didn't lift a weight, Jerry. And I'm I hear a, you. Feel a, soft? Yeah, I feel very soft. It I only takes a week, and then you have no muscle tone. I would think a few days, and all of a sudden, you start feeling the difference. Yeah, like, you, like you've never moved a weight in your life. Yeah, I hear Sucks. you. Sucks. At least you feel better, though. I do feel better, Jerry. And uh, I had uh, my COVID test came back negative, so I don't have that. Although, I don't know why I decided to tell people on Twitter, because what do you get? It doesn't. Who cares? It's a cold anyway. I was just telling you <laughs> because there's still rules that if I have COVID, I have to work from home. And stay home That's for all a I week. was doing. I know. I wasn't looking for COVID sympathy. Well, the mistake you made was was looking at the replies. Yes. It, why would you care? It's only a cold. Uh, this is stupid. She'll shut your mouth. Uh-huh. I'm back here, Jerry. I heard CeeLo saying cool games. Uh, he tried. I will sue him he for tried. that. Probably. No, 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 no. I was part of that. Oh, no, you are. Okay. No, there's no lawsuit. All right. He um he tried very hard. He was a little nervous. Yeah. He sounded like four cats on a wire in Manhattan on the uh in the late night hours. Yep. But he got through it. Okay. We did some cool games with the schedule release. I figured yes. what the hell. That's a good idea. We would have done that if you were here. So uh, we kind of move forward. Yeah. I would have looked forward to doing that. But I was gonna stay out a whole nother week, Jerry, but then the Rangers won and I was like, I gotta get in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited to see that. You know what? When they when were I down three one, and then they little by little got themselves back. I, I'm not going to sit there and say I knew they were going to win last night because they were trailing every. You know, they kept being down a goal, but they came back. They won and got some excitement here in the uh, conference semifinals. Boomer's going to be pumped up. He's he going to be, be via Zoom today. Yes, I talked to him on Saturday. Yes, he was fired up for last night. Yeah, and here we go. He is back. Good. For, I, I felt bad for him missing all of last week with the yes. playoffs going on. I know. You know, and uh, so this was an overtime game last night. Yeah, took an took an overtime to win. They won. They and got that, the late goal in the third, and then yeah. they went in overtime, and Pittsburgh, see ya. So Mike Zabinijad had the tying goal. Or Mika Zabinijad. What did I say? Mike Zabinijad. Why did I write Mike? I, well, I bet you this because thing. Because you don't watch, and you see M-I-K, and you probably just assume it's Mike. <laughs> I think it's his American name, is Mike Zabinijad. Oh, is that what it is? I wonder if when I type it into Microsoft Word for my notes, does it? Fix it on purpose? It could, you might have autocorrect. I don't know. It's possible. But then how come it doesn't fix Zabinijad into something? Uh, like probably because you start Mike with the Mike Zabinijad. Cap- 
<laughs> you probably start with the capital Z. Right. So that, that it knows. probably allows it. It's like, oh, I don't know, though, because why would it correct the Mika Damn the it. Mike? And that went, Jerry, that's on my show sheet. So guess what? That got spread out to everyone at CBS Sports so Radio. Mike. Boomer's going to see that and not respect Mike. Well, actually, my Boomer doesn't read it, so you're fine. Oh, that's good. That's a good point. <laughs> I was going to say, otherwise, he's not going to respect my Rangers takes. Uh, he does it anyhow. When I've what got, Ranger takes? I've got takes, Jerry. Okay. Mike Sabinajad, for example, with the tying uh, goal. <laughs> and then how about this one? I got this one right, Jerry. Artemi Panarin. Yes. CeeLo was wearing his jersey last week. Was he really? Yeah. Well, I see. When I was here? Um, when you were hosting, I believe. He was in a Ranger jersey? He one was. One days? day he was in a Ranger's jersey. I don't jersey. remember that. How about that? Were you out at all last week? No, I you was were. Here every yeah, day. you were here yeah, every day. Yeah, one of the days he wore uh, an Artemi. No, Panera. I was out Monday. Was it Monday? Possibly it was Monday, Jerry. All right, I so wasn't you missed there. it. I it was, was oversized. It was a little weird, but I guess he wore boomers. Gave it to him. I see. Okay, so it was a little oversized for him, but Fair enough. It worked. I didn't. Re- I knew he was a Ranger fan. I didn't realize how crazy of a oh, Ranger yeah. fan he is. Oh, forget it. When the game's going on on Twitter, it's just nonstop Rangers. Yeah. And he's up. Doesn't matter what time the game starts and ends. He is up watching it. Doesn't matter if he's got a two o five alarm. He is up watching it. So he's uh, he's pretty legit there. Yeah, I will say that the hockey fans, although we like to say nobody cares about hockey, you like to say that yes. They're very hardcore. Uh, as passionate a fan base as you will find. Very passionate. Absolutely. And that, again, that building last night was shaking. I did watch some uh, some fan clips on Twitter. Yeah. Like not the TV. Yeah, like the yeah. cell videos. Yeah, people were falling all yeah. over the place. They were taking their shirts off after it. That must have been some ride home on New Jersey Transit and Long Oof. Island Railroad. Ooh. Celebratory. Just, yeah, celebratory. But... All jacked up, liquored up Ranger fans. And I, you know, it's funny too about this game. You know, there have been so many reviews in this series. And I heard Sally even mention how the you know, Penguins got every one of them seemed to go their way. Even the Penguins' goal that put them up, I guess, uh, was it three? I guess it put them up three, two, or two, one. I forget whichever one. Amazing hand eye coordination with the guy kicks the puck to himself and then bats it in the air. How that's not a stick above the shoulder. They were talking on TV. I guess it was on TBS I was watching it. They were talking about how I always thought above the shoulder. They were saying it's got to be above the crossbar. Every angle they showed, the puck hits the stick above the crossbar. And then they come back, good goal. No, not a good goal. We're going to count it. I I didn't understand that. I really didn't. I was confused, too. Like, even well, you mentioned, oh, I watched it on TBS. This is a weird thing with sports now. You have to kind of go looking for you do. games. Yeah, and now it's I not hard. I knew this. I knew either MSG, TBS or ESPN. Like I knew there was it wasn't in, you know, it wasn't in a million places. Right. But I knew I had a few places to look. So when I got when I put the game on at 7, 10 after 7, I missed the beginning. When I put the game on maybe even a quarter after 7, I went right to MSG. I'm like, "Oh, what were they running?" I don't know. I looked to the guide. It didn't oh, say okay. the Rangers yet. We have Sam Rosen, so the game must have been on MSG, but I watched it on TBS, mm. which was fine, but I would have preferred to watch Sam Rosen. You love a good Sam Rosen. Right. We we like our local broadcasters yeah. in the playoffs. Right. So I think my guide was not proper. Your guide was wrong. It was. So I went and I found it on TBS, and I'm thinking, all right, no big deal. must be an exclusive. But we do have Sam Rosen calls. 
Maybe Sam Rosen just did it in his house when he was watching the game. <laughs> Recorded it. And just sent them into yeah. us. <laughs> Here you go, guys. I know you love my calls. This was Funny. an exclusive. That's what the the Gary, Keith, and Ron should do on those games where we don't have them. Just do it from home and yeah, send it in? Put the, the, yeah. <laughs> put the no sound on. It's a rebroadcast. Yeah, we're not, re- we're yeah. not doing it live. Yeah. Do it live. Well, do it live, Jerry. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, so the Rangers with a big win. Yeah, so I see uh, Igor Shosturkin. He had 42 saves, which didn't the other night he have like 70 or something insane? Well, the first game he had 79 saves. 79. 79 saves. What, 42? That must have been a walk in the park for him last night. Yeah, absolutely. That's nothing. And and to be clear, too, the one reason why watching TBS was also made very easy was Kenny Albert was doing the game. Oh, I love Kenny Albert. So, yeah, so it's like you put it on, it's fine, you know. It's different, though. Like, in between periods, they got a panel of five people. It's like, my Lord. Are they people you're familiar with? Yeah, Rick Tockett. I'm sure you've heard of him. Definitely. Kevin Kevin Weeks is on it. No idea. I love Kevin Weeks. Still not really hitting it, huh? That one. Who else? Now, there was one. I forget the woman. They had a woman on the panel, and they show a Twitter Twitter screenshot. (laughs) And it's funny because clearly they grabbed it because the person was very complimentary to her, which is awesome. And said, I love seeing, I forget what her name was. I love seeing so-and-so on the coverage. That's great. And then they're saying, hey, look, we love having her here too. That's wonderful. And you show, you show, you see the screenshot and it comes from, you know, at uh, 77 sucks. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Right. The Twitter handles are now like the old AOL addresses. It can be, yeah. Where you'd be like hot mama at AOL.com. Yes. And then you're trying to get serious things out there, and your Twitter handle is 77 sucks. <laughs> but it was a nice compliment, so they put it up right, there. Right, let's put it up there. And then I'm thinking that my first thought was this would be awesome if Rick Tock, and I didn't remember what number Rick Tock it was. I'm thinking this would be great if Rick Tockett were 77 and the person hates him but likes her. Right. But that wasn't the case. That was the first thing I did was Google what number did Rick Tockett wear. I was happy to see the Rangers win because I saw some video of when the Maple Leafs lost. Yeah. Their fans fought each other. They weren't fighting the other team's fans. I don't understand that. There was a brouhaha in the, uh, what do you call that when you're... In the concourse? The concourse, Jerry. A brouhaha between... Maple Leafs fans in Maple Leafs jerseys. They yeah. were whoosh, punching each other. Like that could have been happening on New Jersey Transit and the uh, Long Island Railroad. Let me say this, because you and I are two of the biggest, biggest hockey fans. No, 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 God, no. Uh, you are not. I was going to say, and I, I love hockey, but I'm not one of the biggest hockey fans either. We're not exactly fans of New York City. Is that fair? The city itself. Correct. Uh, crime and that sort but of thing. But I have to say... When our team, and it's been a while now, but when our teams do win, that crap doesn't happen. Remember they yeah. punching horses in Philadelphia? We don't punch horses here. I really feel like most of the time when we've had celebrations for our team, it's been Correct. it's been good. Right. You know why, Jerry? We've been here before. No one's lubing up poles and trying to because right. they're worried about them climbing up and banging out the lights. Correct. You know, so I feel like we've behaved well here in this area. We don't smash windows. Not for this. Not for sports. No. Now, we, don't, we do it for other reasons. I'm sure there have been fights and stands. Yes. I, I get that. But I don't know. It feels like it happens a lot worse in other places. Right. Like, we don't have to brace for are the fans going into the streets and uh, punching horses, climbing up poles, flipping police cars. Setting fire just in the middle of the street for no fires. reason. Yeah. We've handled ourselves very well. Yeah. 
So to that, New Yorkers, I applaud you. Good but job. then again, to be fair, we don't hate New Yorkers. We just hate the rats yes. and steel rods that end up right. in your car and the roads I and saw all that. sorts of things like that. I saw a steel rod. Now, when that steel rod ended up in your wheel well area, yeah. you kept driving? I was on the BQE. What else was I going to do? was it going like... No, it sounded like I was pulling chains. Oh, like it was probably sparking behind you. Yes. And then I was worried about it catching fire. And then how did you get it out? I didn't. I had to take it to my mechanic. And they had to take the wheel off. And then get there was a piece underneath that it was caught. They had to disassemble everything. Did you see it in the road when you ran it over? No. You're just driving and you hear... I didn't hear anything. I heard nothing. I just heard it. Like I said, it would just sounded like I was pulling chains from behind. Out of nowhere. There wasn't... Usually you run something over, you feel it, or you see it. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I'm just driving along, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And there was a car next to me. Then the car next to me took off. I'm like, why do I still hear it? Rolling down the windows. I'm like, this doesn't sound good. Yeah. Get on the Manhattan Bridge. I'm like, yeah, this is definitely my car. And then I pulled over next to a terrible part of town. Right. But I had to. Really? And you got out? I had to. I had to see what it was. Were you I, aware of your surroundings? Or I you was very aware. A swivel I sort was of thing, very right? aware of my surroundings. Okay. Because the last thing I needed was to get hit with a tire iron as I was trying to find out what the hell was by my tire. And so I saw what it was. I'm like, all right, I'm not far. I'll just go slow and I'll get there and then I'll deal with it later. And I did. I dealt with it at 10 o'clock. I did see some social media posts of you trying to take your tire off. And I took l- the tire off there. and then I could not get the thing out. And then yeah. I saw why. They had to literally disassemble everything to loosen it up. Because it would not come out. Did you save the big piece of metal? I did not. As I, a no. souvenir? I threw it in the garbage. Okay. Hill Service Center in Homedale. I've told you about that place oh, yeah, a million you times. The guy's great. They took care of it. In and out, 15 minutes, done. Okay, good. Uh, so now, Jerry, Rangers, Carolina Panthers, that starts Wednesday night. Yeah. So two games in Carolina. Correct. And then uh, the first game at the Garden, I think, is Sunday? Sounds right. Yeah, Wednesday, a, Friday, Sunday. Yes. It's a Sunday afternoon game. I yeah, which it. is nice. That's yeah. kind of cool. Although I did like last night for a game seven, the seven p. How about this too? The NHL gets two game sevens. You get two overtime games. The NBA had two game sevens that were over in the third quarter. I mean, the Phoenix game was over in the first half, which is mind-boggling to me with how good they were this year that they just and something happened with DeAndre Ayton because. I get he only played 18 minutes, and Monty Williams said it's internal. I don't know what the hell that Uh-oh. means. That yeah. sounds like a problem. Uh oh, is right. They get that game was a disaster. They were getting booed off their own floor in the second half. And the Celtics now, Boston was home, so you expect them. It's not a shock that they won, but they buried Milwaukee in the second half. Just amazing. The two sports got two very different scenarios for their game sevens. So now, uh, is Carolina uh, Hurricanes any good, Jerry? Well, I know they're in the playoffs. Considering they have home ice advantage over the Rangers, Ooh. yes, better they are better. Who's the does big, it mean do does you, not does not mean they can't win? Okay, but yeah, they're on a roll, Jerry. Of course they can win. Well, they have. Here's the thing about the Rangers, and this is why I said, and I thought they could win the Stanley Cup. Their goalie, who after a, a tough start to the series, played great. He had 42 saves last night. And I think it should have been 40. Well, no, it should have been 42, but he shouldn't have given up that stupid goal that, on review. The high stick one. Yeah, nonsense. So, whatever. Anyway, Rangers what move on. Good for them. 
Uh, we've got another juggernaut in New York City. They're called the Yankees. We'll get to them at some point as well. It's 516. Al and Jerry just getting started. Boomer and Geo at the top on the I've not heard this song in ages. Look at that. Michael Penn. Michael Penn? Is that it? Sean Penn's brother. I could have been here forever. I would have not gotten that. No Myth, it's called. Yes. This first record this guy put out, we, they had people at Rockers had high hopes for him, Jerry, that he was going to be like this Grammy Award winning dude. And it pretty much just so died there, it. huh? Yeah, and one other song on this record, very good, called This and That. This, but, that, and the other thing. But other than that, Jerry, that's all we heard from the fella. It's what it was. Oh, I'm right, sure well, we heard other things, but uh, popular radio, you know what I'm saying. You know what we heard yesterday? That my uh, Matthew, my 17-year-old, actually said, I'm going to get this on Spotify. I like this. Is this a new song? What was it? Was the one-hit wonder Rockwell? Watching you? No. Yes. Like somebody's yes. watching He's me. like, this is a new song? It's kind of cool. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, this song's about, if I had to guess, 40 years old. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably like, around 85. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm going to put this on my Spotify. I'm nice. like, you go for it. And then my my younger guy, Joseph, he's like, I said, this was like when videos first started, weird video. So he's watching the video. The song's on the radio, and my son's putting on Spotify. I'm like, what is happening right now? Rockwell's big in your house this weekend. Well, it was for about five minutes yesterday, yes. Jerry, the Yankees uh, won last night or yesterday the afternoon. The Yankees win every day. Uh, not every day, Jerry. Just about every day. Not on Saturday. They yeah, lost when they uh, won Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. They did. That's true, Jerry. But yesterday, Nestor Cortez. That's your guy. I love Nestor Cortez. Uh, gave up just one run in eight innings. Uh, they beat the White Sox. What was that? Three out of four games. They did lose Saturday. But the White Sox had a rough second inning yesterday. Did you see that dude pitching? Yeah. Copic because he couldn't find the plate. Yeah. He, like, walked the bases loaded, then walked two guys in. Yep. Then threw a wild pitch. And then I saw him in the dugout. He was whipping his glove all over yeah, the place. Yeah, well, because he, he blew it. The White Sox are wearing those sweet uniforms from, like, the 80s. Meantime, yes. Meantime, it's still 3-1 in the ninth inning, and then Joey Gallo hits the home run. Oh. Like, that game was there for the taking for Chicago. They yeah. could have got a split, but the Yankees do what the Yankees have been doing. The Yankees win, do win, what win. they do. And now All they get... they do is win, 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 no matter what. Yeah. And now they get to play Baltimore again. Oh, that's enough. And then like... Chicago, I think, no? I Don't believe they play so. the White Sox again at the end yeah. of the week? This schedule stinks. They are. It's a it's an easy half schedule, Jerry. Hey, I'm Major sure League it gets Baseball. There's 29 other teams. Can we play someone else? I feel like they the Orioles every week. Yeah. Well, God. listen. In the previous years, the Orioles used to give the Yankees troubles, yeah, even when I they know. were dominant. I know it's still boring. I don't want to watch the Yankees and Orioles. Me I neither. just don't. I'm with you, Jerry. It's boring. It is boring. But that said, keep winning. Keep hitting home runs. The yeah. Judge uh, Stanton thing right now is everything they envisioned when they made the trade for Stanton. I'd love to see. Stanton pull a ball for a home run. That guy just... Oh, that was going to sound weird. The guy just jacks it out to right field. Yeah. Did that sound weird? No, not at all. And it works. He's and when strong. he does pull the ball, Brr. he hits the ball a country mile. Yeah. So, no, the two of them are just... When they're going like this, it is spectacular. And then the Mets lost the series for the first time, Jerry. They did. Now, it's funny like because... Well, not funny, but what was interesting, we were talking about, because Seattle was coming to town, 
You had the Robbie Cano news from the other day when he was DFA'd and then ultimately released. He signed with the Padres, whatever. And then the conversation that we had last week was, you know, not for nothing, but Edwin Diaz is having a hell of a year so far, so far. I said, and Jared Kelnick, who everyone was, oh, my God, how'd you get rid of Kelnick for, was batting 140. He was a strikeout machine. It was doing nothing. And then right before the game started on Friday, he was sent to AAA. And yet you're thinking, all right, well, the Mariners aren't very good. Kelnick's gone. And yet they came in, they won two out of three. That's for everything well the Mets have done this year, and they're still in great shape. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. That's a bad series loss, though. Yes. Seattle's not a good team. And to lose, and they had a chance, you know, for as weird as yesterday was, they had the bases loaded. They scored a couple of times in the ninth. And then Pete Alonso just couldn't handle the slider. Yeah, Gary, Keith, and Ron, they couldn't believe they were walking Lindor to load the bases. And that's something for Pete Alonso yeah. in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah, I know. We were we were listening to it at the time, and I'm like, huh? Yeah, they did the right thing. And well, it worked out because Alonso had no chance with the slider, as he said. I hate a check swing strikeout, which is what Pete Alonso did. It, and it was, and he did swing too. Right, like he, he did said, go around, and he said afterwards that he he thought he check swinged it at first, but then. When he realized, when he looked back at it, that he did fully swing, but for sure, you got to go out swinging, Jerry, like full on swinging. I agree, you're right. But when you're fooled, you're fooled. Have you ever have you ever faced a slider? No, I legitimately. When I played little league, all the kids did were throw fastballs. I'll tell you this: the slider is, and I don't know why more guys. I don't know how anybody hits one when it's executed because it it does. It looks like a fa- and it's gone. You know, tails right away. Yeah, it's really tough. That's why it's impressive. What these guys do is so impressive, it's ridiculous. Did you love the uh, Patrick Mazika? No, he's a jackass. You don't oh, like him? Oh, Mazika. I'm sorry. Mazika. I thought you were talking about Seawald. Uh, yeah, no, that was great the other night. Absolutely. That was Saturday. Yep. That was Saturday. Yeah. three. Uh, he homered in the seventh, Jerry. But this Paul Seawald, did you see any of this? He's a jackass. I mean... Well, they gave up on me. Well, they gave up on you because you weren't good. Yeah, because you stink. And by the way, good for you that you've got it all squared away and you're having a much better. That's great. Hey, good for you don't you. need to be riding the fans. Good for you. Off. Come on, your team stinks. It, please, you're going nowhere fast. Did you like what uh, Max Scherzer did Friday night, Jerry? I did not see what Max Scherzer. We had, we had our own game Friday night, oh, okay. so I did not see. So Friday night, you know, Max Scherzer is one of these guys who's jacked up to pitch, right? Yeah. Get out there. He goes running out to the mound to start his warm-up pitches. There was supposed to be a fan thrown out of first pitch. And then, let me get this correct, the ambassador and consul general of Japan was then to throw out a first okay. pitch. He wouldn't allow them on the mound <laughs> once. <laughs> once he got out there and started throwing. That was it. Well, isn't that the time? turned away. Right. Isn't that a timing issue? Like, they should know when he's going out there. Right. So I, you know what? I blame the Mets or, or the event staff for that. Event staff. Quarter. That's not. That's not on Scherzer. Good for him. Imagine you got to tell the ambassador and consul consul general of Japan. You're late. It's not gonna work. Yes. I know you came all the way from Japan. Maybe. You know what? Go in the suite. Enjoy the game. Have the right. food and drink. You'll be fine. Throw out a first pitch. Go to the bullpen. It'll look like a first pitch. We'll get a picture of you. <laughs> Does it look like the first pitch in the bullpen? Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Max Scherzer was like, "Enough of this nonsense. Throwing but out first pitches. Let's go." You have to remember, these guys are creatures of habit and routine. Garrett Cole said. When there was a three-minute delay to one of his games earlier this the, season, the it threw him off. Oh, opening good day. Lord. Please. Opening day, he got right. thrown right off. They're all nuts. So good for Max Scherzer. That's fine. 
Yeah. You're late. Here's, I always say this, especially when you're running. I mean, you've seen event game rundowns and clocks. Oh, they are to the second, yep. especially the NFL. They're, they're nuts with that stuff. If I was supposed to throw out the first pitch and they told me for a 705 game, I was throwing out the first pitch at 651, at 620, I'd be ready to go. Just, I'm waiting, I'm ready. Give me a signal. Absolutely. And I don't know if anybody was late. I have no idea. But if not, then it's on the event staff. Right. If I see Max Scherzer getting his glove on, I'm running right out to the mound and throwing a ball. Could you throw a first pitch if Scherzer was standing next to you waiting to get on the mound? No. Because you'd probably say something like, hey, slap nuts, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) That's where you think he'd go, slap nuts. (laughs) Yeah, and I'd be so nervous. So you'd probably spike one. I'll spike one right into the dirt. He'd be like, God, get off my mound. The best part is I could I could see Scherzer calling you slap nuts. <laughs> hey, slap nuts, let's go. That's I got funny. a real game here. And by the way, tonight, Jerry, the Mets play the St. Louis Cardinals. Yes, I know. Who we now hate. They're our enemy. Do you think anything happens? I don't think so. I don't either. Uh, the Cardinals are pitching a fellow named Miles Mikolas. Yeah, Miles Michaelis. Mikolas. Mike Zbinijad. <laughs> Miles Michaelis. Um, yeah, so you you struggled today with the Mika and now Michaelis. Mikolas. <laughs> and uh, Trevor Williams, Williams pitching for the Mets. Yeah, I well, don't see Mets, anything going down here. No, I don't either. And the Mets, we got the news with with uh, Tyler McGill now being injured. All of a sudden, a little banged up, but whatever. He's got a bicep tendonitis. Yeah. I get that sometimes, Jerry, from lifting too much. Well, it's a good thing you didn't do anything for the last week. When I do all really, really heavy curls, I'll get the bicep tendonitis. All right. What are you benching these days? I don't bench, Jerry. I just do push-ups. You don't, bunch, you don't bench at all? No. So you just do your push-ups and your curls? I do push-ups, mm-hmm. curls, and the total gym boomer goddess. I'll do some, those, some of those. Yeah, okay. You're just using body weight. All right. I'm not so, a bench presser. No wonder why you have no problem lifting. You in body weight. Yeah. <laughs> you lifted 130 pounds. <laughs> I'm not 130 pounds, Jay. I'm much me. You ever realize than that. how much easier it is for you to do push-ups than it is for me and Eddie? Yeah, I would think so. Because we're fat, you're thin, and you're just pushing up a lot less body weight. Yeah. So Must I'm, be nice. Yeah, that's weird. No, it's not weird. Oh, it actually makes a lot of sense. Does make some more sense. There was a time I could remember we did that push-up challenge? Yes. And there was the one time, I think I did, I was like 46 or 47 in a row, no problem. I don't think I could do 14 right now in a row. Yeah, we were trying to get to, we were trying to build up to do 100 and in I a never, row. I never got yeah, to Yeah, I that. didn't get there I either. think I got to 46. I plateaued out at around. You were in the 50s or 60s, yeah, didn't no, you? Yeah, I think I got to like 52. Yeah. And then I, yeah, then I stopped. Yeah, it was fun for a while. All right, quick break, 535. We still have more to do, so don't go anywhere. And then Boomer and Geo Boomer's back. Uh, they join us on the fan at 6 on a Monday. That sounds like a good song to have a pina colada to. Sunshine, palm trees. That sounds awesome. How about now? Still? Not so much. Now I want to smoke weed. <laughs> this is new music from uh, Black Keys, Jerry. Okay. They've got a new record out. Very cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jerry, something very odd happened to the Cincinnati Reds this weekend. Well, they stink, so I'm not surprised. Right. They stink, and uh, they were throwing. A, they were throwing a no hitter. Yeah, 
to the Pirates. They threw a no-hitter. Well, that doesn't count, though. Right. So this is odd. So it was uh, Hunter Green, the pitcher for the Reds, and reliever Art Warren. They combined to allow zero hits yesterday, but still lost one nothing to the Pirates. Right. Because of a walk situation and this sort of thing. They became the sixth team in history, Jerry, to not allow a hit and lose. Yeah. But it was not a no-hitter. Because it wasn't nine innings. Because they didn't pitch the full nine Just innings. like the seven-inning no-hitters last year don't count towards no-hitter records. Right. Well, that I could, I could have understood because it was a shortened game. Yeah, yeah. But I, it was so weird. I, it required me to read the full article. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? I, yes. I read a paragraph one. They go, I kept seeing the, the term zero hits. Yeah. And they were not using the term no hitter. And they said it does not count as no hitter. I was like, it doesn't count as a no hitter. I had to go to the next paragraph. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Reading comprehension. Paragraph number two. Why is that? I did not know that about baseball. You always learn something. You do learn something. Jerry, the more time you spend on the earth, the more you learn. You can always become smarter. Al. Exactly. I wonder if Evan knows that. I would bet he probably does. Really? Yeah, I would think so. What about who are other baseball minds around the, here? Uh, Brandon Tierney. You think Brandon Tierney knows that? I do. You think he knew that or he had to read paragraph two like I no, did? No, I think he probably knew that. I do. I think he probably knew. I think those two probably knew that. Yeah. I did not. Yeah, me neither. I learned that yesterday. I thought if you completed the game. Yes. Because didn't, didn't the Yankees throw a no-hitter in the 80s and they lost the game 4-1 or something? I'm, I'm blanking out. And I should have actually looked that up because I knew we were going to talk about this. Right? But that would have been eight innings as well. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. I have that wrong. I don't know. It's very strange. Imagine you, get, you give up no hits and you go home a loser. No hitter but lose. They said the last time it happened was like the early 2000s. Is that true? Yes. That's fact. July 1st, 1990. Yeah, Andy Hawkins. Is this right? Pitches a no-hitter and loses. Were they they were away game then? Yeah, that game was in that game was in Chicago, I remember. But then why would that time out? What am I getting wrong here? What's the deal? What is the deal? Let's see. Andy Hawkins. The Twins. Wait, the Twins or the White Sox? I thought it was the White Sox. In July 1st, 1990, Andy Hawkins' no-hitter is no winner for the Yankees. But On July 1st, the White Sox were, yeah, that was it. That was it didn't it. count? They lost five, off 4-1. They lost 4 nothing. 4 nothing. Yeah. They gave up four runs and no hits? What the heck's going on? Uh, if I, re- I, I Again, it's so weird that I actually remember watching this game. If, I think it was on like Channel 11 or something. I think there were walks and a couple of errors. And they scored the four runs. I'd have to find the box score. So now I actually have the date. So July 1. This baseball is a weird sport, Jerry. You do get some odd, weird things. I guess that happens when you play. uh, each team plays 162 games. Something like that, Al, yes. Bizarre things happen. Weird things happen. Here's the box score of the Yankees and White Sox, just looking at it briefly. By the way, the Yankees only had four hits in this game. So there was a total of four hits. Uh, The Yankees made three errors. That's great. And Andy Hawkins went eight innings, no hits, four runs, none earned. None earned. He did walk five. He so, walked yeah. five and they had three errors. He what walked five, doing? three errors, and gave up zero earned runs. All right. That's, that's wild. Yeah. 
And then the, who's this guy? The guy that no, the guy that one came in in relief, Hibbard, whoever that was, Hibbard. he threw seven innings scoreless, but gave up four hits. I bet that Andy Hawkins guy. When you get together with him, he's always telling the story. You're like, oh, starting that with that, I threw a no hitter, but we lost. And that story. was at Comiskey Park. Comiskey Park. Oh, before they tore it down. <laughs> yes, that's crazy. That's 32 years ago. Yeah. Though. My God, man. Jerry, what do you make of this Drew Brees fella? He brilliant. He, he tweeted something to me. See, I see this. I love the tweet. Somewhat douchey. No, I think it's great. So a couple weird things. First of all. Supposedly, there were rumors around there. I think Andrew Marshand of the Post has it as well, that the Drew Brees is out at NBC after just one year. They thought he had a horrible performance during a playoff game. <laughs> so they originally... Good thing they didn't give him 10 years, yes, $375 million. They originally had him slated to take over Chris Collins. Yeah, I remember, yeah. And then he had a horrible uh, playoff performance as a broadcaster. Yep. And they... As Andrew Martian writes, they soured on that. Mm-hmm. So now they're getting rid of him, and Drew Brees wants to do games. So even though he's terrible at it, <laughs> Fox is still interested. Why not? Let's throw big money at him. It's unbelievable. But he then tweeted yesterday, Drew Brees this is, despite speculation from media about my future this fall, I'm currently undecided. I may work for NBC. I may play football again. I may focus on business and philanthropy, I may train for the pickleball tour, mm. senior golf tour, coach my kids, or all of the above. I'll let you know. And ironically enough, I think he could do all of it. Not at the same time, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did any of those things. And that got some buzz going up. Yeah, yeah. Does he want to play football again? I know. That he's would go got poorly, I bet. Maybe. It depends on what team he's on. If, he's on. if he goes back to the Saints, are they any good? I don't know. Yeah, Does you got to he... go somewhere fresh. Where Seattle. Are they any good? Can he make them a winner again? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, they have some talent for sure. But it comes back to, so I saw this story, which is somewhat relatable. I don't know if it was Barrett Sports, maybe one of these media companies. Maybe it might have even been Awful Announcing or Bleacher Report. I forget. Where they said there's only one announcer that actually draws viewers to the set. And it's not even for games. It's Charles Barkley. They say the correlation when he's doing that TNT stuff and when he's not there, there's a difference in the ratings and the that viewership. Right? That's what that's what the research shows them. So some people turn it on. They go, no Charles Barkley, out. I guess that's that must be what it means. But it also goes back to my, my point that I've always had. If a game is good, you're watching the game. You're never turning a game on. Oh, let me find out the announcing crews. Oh, I'm going to watch that instead of this. No, it's not what you do. You know, you're a pan-sportual. You might. Most people have their team, and that's what they're watching. I've never – my dad may get annoyed. My brother may get annoyed at who's announcing a Giant game. Yeah. Guess what they're still going to watch? Giants. Of course. They're not going to say, you know what, I'm going to pass on the Giants-Panthers this weekend because I don't like, you know, Kenny Albert's partner, and so I'm I'm done. Instead, I think I'm going to watch – oh, let me see. Where are Buck and Aikman? Oh, let's watch this game. Now you're going to watch a Giant game if you're a Giant fan. Such, it's just stupid. It really is. But whatever. They want to spend the money, spend the money. What do I care? Yeah, so Drew Brees. Maybe Drew Brees. Now, if Drew Brees would have just said, I'm currently undecided, I may want to play football again, and left it at that, I would think he's very serious about that. Yeah, I that. agree. More buzz to that. More buzz to that. Yeah. But the fact that he put in, he may play pickleball or But golf. I actually think he could do both. Like, I, if you told me, Drew, because these elite athletes can do anything. 
If you told me that Drew Brees spent all his time now on pickleball, I would not be surprised if he became a pro pickleball player. And Jerry, pickleball needs a face. They do need a face. So they could just get Drew Brees' face for pickleball. Do you not want to be the face of pickleball? No, I don't think pickleball wants me to be the face for them, but they would take Drew Brees. I've played it a couple of times. Not a lot. It's fun. You play someone that's pretty good, though, and they're whipping that ball at your face. (laughs) They'll whoop your butt in it. I still want to play tennis. Tennis, pickleball. I like just laying around uh, watching uh, Netflix. Uh, yes, I can TV. imagine. I, I saw Tom Brady was uh, cruising around New York City on a city bike. And what's amazing, at least in that video, is not one person recognized yeah. him. Yeah, and he wasn't wearing a helmet, so no. he wasn't like he was Tom hiding Brady behind it. And that great hair. Now, I do like that he admit that it took him 10 minutes to get a city bike out of the machine. Right, Because right. there's no way I'd be able to figure that out. It'd take you a little time. Take you time. Yep. And then probably the people that are really ride around the city bikes, they get a bike out in two seconds. Well, once you do something a few times, yeah. you figured it out. And they'd be annoyed at you for taking time. Perhaps. Getting the city bike out. Until they realized it was Tom Brady, maybe. By the way, if I'm in Tampa, I'm nervous. Tom Brady's riding a city bike in New York City with no helmet on, cruising around. So Tom Brady, doesn't he live in Manhattan in the offseason? I think so, yeah. I'm surprised he's ever done this before. How about this? Get your own bike. You don't have to get a city bike. Yeah, then you got to fold it up and you got to walk it up you the stairs or put true, it in the Jerry. elevator. It's kind of a pain in the ass. So you think anyone recognized him, like when he was putting I the do. bike back? Yeah, obviously not in the video, yeah. but yeah, I'm sure someone did. Someone probably hey, booed him. There was <laughs> going back to the Rangers for a second. After the Rangers scored to tie the game, after that batted puck, they scored like a minute. I forget what it was, maybe a minute later or something like that. <laughs> TBS is panning to the crowd. And there's one guy, he looks like a dad. <laughs> Guy's probably in his early 50s. <laughs> and he's got both the hands up, giving the one-finger salute to the Penguins. The double sc- middle? Screaming F you to the Penguins. As clear, you don't have to read lips to yeah. know what he was doing. It was actually pretty funny. I'm thinking Kenny Albert was like, oh, pan right, pan right. I see they were <laughs> very excited, too. The Giants were really promoting that uh, Brian Dayball was there. Nice. He was in a Ranger jersey and everything. Did he uh, shotgun beers like the Yankees did? He did not shotgun any beers. He was just a fan, Jerry. Quick break, 552. Boomer and Geo coming up in just a moment. Plus one final story. Amy Lawrence, Odyssey Sports Minute on the Mavericks taking down the Suns. See ya. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Rangers win, Rangers win, Rangers win. Yankees won again, Mets lost. What else you got? I was just thinking, Jerry, you were mentioning it was the Rangers goal where it looked like a high-stick goal situation. No, it was a Penguins goal. Oh, damn it. But you really got this all wrong. It was not Mike Zabinijad with the high-stick. It was the Penguins that scored. Listen, I was a victim of a spell check. We're not watching. I think I put down Micah, Mika, (laughs) Zabinijad. It Mike Zabinijad. Not that. <laughs> it That's not my that. fault. That's all right. It happens. Listen, we all confuse things. I'm going to be locked in though, Jerry. So then, so the Rangers play the Hurricanes. Yes. Let's say they win that. Yeah. How many more times do they got to play before? Then they're, they... uh, then they're in the Eastern Conference Finals. So this was just the first round, right? So conference there's... semifinals, conference finals, Stanley Cup Finals. Oh, so we really just, the Rangers just have to get past the Hurricanes. You got to win then eight the more games to get into the Stanley right. Cup Finals, correct? Perfect. And, and the NBA is now at the Conference Finals, and the Mavericks just wallop the Suns. So Dallas, Golden State, there, Miami, Boston, 
Eastern Conference Finals. So those All are right. your final four in the NBA. So you, Jerry, you tell me two of those teams will be in the NBA Finals? Yeah, two of those four. Works. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got the Dallas one's cool because Spencer Dinwiddie played a big part last night. Got thirty points off the bench. WFAN and WFAN FM and HD One, New York, an Odyssey station.